Hello gorgeous, welcome to Girls That Manifest. On this show, I will teach you how to manifest an expansive and extraordinary life beyond your wildest dreams. We will go deep on all things mindset, manifestation, law of assumption, spirituality, and metaphysics. I can't wait to bring you this content. So grab your matcha mimosa or macchiato and let's get into the show. I consider myself to be pretty awesome at deliberate manifesting. I say deliberate because we're always manifesting and mostly unconsciously. So I think I am great at deliberate manifesting, especially when it comes to money. It's taken many years, but I finally come to a place where I truly feel like I have mastered this. This is something that I know within my soul how to do easily, how to conjure up money without a problem, with no issue or resistance whatsoever. Now, as I'm beginning to work on many other elements in my life, I am seeing how powerful we are and how we get to create every single dynamic that's going on with our experiences of everything in life, right? So in this episode today, I'm talking about how you really manifest money through your business, right? How to really do that, because I know it's a very, very hot topic, very important to you, because most of you are business owners, But before we get into that, I have to share a story with you, which is about four months before I actually started my business. It was all the way back in 2015, and I had been basically working like a dog in my job, and I decided to take some annual leave. I decided to take myself on a solo retreat over to a beautiful island called Waiheke Island, It's in New Zealand, just out of Auckland. It was like a big thing. I'd never gone away on my own before. I booked this tiny little cottage for like $50 a night. It was unbelievably tiny. It had a single bed. (laughs) And that was really expensive for me at the time, way back then, based on the income I was making. And for four nights, I basically spent time alone with myself. At this time, I was not quite confident in myself. I was still kind of going through self-esteem issues. And I remember really, really missing my, at the time, boyfriend. And there was a part of me that just really wanted to go home. I was like, this is a big mistake. I shouldn't be here. Like, what am I doing? I just wanted to go home on that first night. But I said to myself, look, no, it's not that much time. Just chill. Let's enjoy this time. Let's go on adventures and just have fun. And so... The next day, when I woke up, I decided to go on a big hike. So Waiheke Island has a ton of vineyards and wineries all over it, but it also has massive hikes all around it, and it's so beautiful. So I went on my first hike, and it was exhausting. Like, I I wasn't a big hiker then, but I just remember having this experience where I was like, this, this is what I want to do. I want to have the time and the freedom to be able to go away on a solo trip and go and hike around a flipping island if I want to. I want to experience this. And so while I was there on this trip, I like went down to the beach and I swam, even though it was the middle of winter and freezing. I went out and dined by myself. And that was the first time I'd ever done that. So it was all very new doing this stuff. I've done it so much now. I traveled the world solo. So now it's like nothing to me. But that was the first time I had done that. And I remember thinking to myself one day after I'd finished off a hike, I think it was my last day, and I went to a cafe and I sat outside and the view just overlooked this beautiful beach. 
And I remember sitting there and I had muddy shoes and I was in hiking gear and everyone was just normally dressed. And that feeling came back to me again. That feeling of, this is it. This is what I want. I want to be free to do whatever I want with my days. This would be my ideal day where I can go away to an island for a couple of days and do me, have fun, get to experience this part of myself that I haven't before. This is what I want to start a business for. This is exactly what I want. And a business is going to get me there. And so I had been blogging for a few years before that, really testing and experimenting. And once I went through that experience, I decided that this was it. I was truly going to start a business and I was going to make it work no matter what, right? And if you've heard me tell the story of how I started my business four months later, I did that. I went fully pro. I went all in. I was non-negotiable. I was what uh, Neville Goddard talks about as brazenly impudent. I was resolute in my conviction for making it work. There was no other option but for me to make this business work, right? To make the income, to be able to have the kind of lifestyle that I wanted, that I had, that you know, weekend or few days while I was over on Waiheke Island. That was the origin story, I guess you could say. That was the moment where I fully decided I was going to make it work no matter what. It was going to happen. I was going to become a very successful business owner no matter what. Once I truly decided that this was going to work no matter what, that I was going to make it happen, that I was going to manifest this, that there was no other option but for me to succeed. Once I decided that, everything became really easy. Although I had many challenges to overcome, the actual biggest obstacle for me was truly committing to it. Truly choosing to see myself as the winner, as the one who is going to reach victory or actually already seeing myself as someone who had reached victory, someone who had succeeded, someone who was going to get exactly what they wanted. Which brings us to our first step in really manifesting money through your business. And that is truly committing to its success. I know that's kind of an ambiguous one, but it is the most important one. Committing to your business's success. So many people, I've seen so many people come and go in this industry And it's always the people who have had one foot in and one foot out the door for their businesses. They've never truly been in, all in. They've never truly committed to the idea that it would be a resounding success. And when you approach your business like that, when you approach it from having one foot in the door and the other foot out, you are sabotaging yourself. You are making it inevitable that you're not going to succeed because there's a part of you that still refuses to commit to believing that you will be a success and that your business will be a success. So that is the first step. You have to commit. You have to go all in. You have to choose you. You have to choose your business, regardless of what the 3D reality is telling you right now. Whatever messaging is out there, whether there is a recession, whether there is an economic crisis, whether there's a financial turmoil going on in your family whether the stock market is being very volatile right now. You have to commit and stay resolute in your conviction of your business's success because no one else is going to. So how can your business succeed if even you won't commit to it succeeding? That is the first absolute step that you must commit to. No matter what else you do, it's just going to fail. 
because you don't have the foundation, the foundation of the belief, of the identity, of the commitment that your business is a success. Now, step two, once you have committed and once you're all in, you need to clarify your desired income. I know I talk about this all the time, clarifying what you want, knowing what you want, being absolute about what you want. It's the same thing as step one. You got to know how much money you want to make, right? You need to know what you want. And you'd be surprised at how many people don't actually know how many times people change their goals, change their desires, change what they want to what they think might be better or more appropriate or more doable, and then go back to the big goal and then eventually go to a goal that's so, so far off in the distance, it would take a hell of a lot of work in order to get your assumptions up there. Not saying you can't do it. You absolutely can. But there's no stability in this. There's no center point of your true desire because you're either not committing to it or you're too scared to commit to it. The truth is, whatever your heart's desire is, it is meant for you. You wouldn't have the desire if it wasn't meant for you, right? So what is the true income you desire? What is it? What do you really, really want to be making every month? Some questions you can ask yourself are, how much do you want to earn or receive this month? or this year, why do you want to receive that amount? Do you have a certain amount of expenses? Do you just desire to have that much money? What are all the reasons you want this money? What's your heart's desire telling you why you want this? Do you want that money to come through solely your business or from anywhere? Energetically, does that number feel good or icky? The more clear you are on your desired income and the more it's truly your heart's desire, the more lined up you will be with it, the more focused and the more congruent you will be with focusing on it. It won't be wishy-washy. You won't be going back and forward. It will be truly your heart's desire. So it will be much easier to focus on it. And your energy will be congruent with it, which always means that you wind up manifesting it faster. The outcome is achieved quicker because everything is lined up with it, right? All of your energy your assumptions, your thoughts, your beliefs, <laughs> your identity, it's all congruent with it. It's all lined up. Once you know exactly how much money you want to make, we're going to move on to step three, which is create the channels. So you remember the episode where I talked about how you are financed by God and how God is your infinite source of supply? Well, creating channels for the money to flow from God or source, universe, divine, whoever it is you believe in, creating those channels for the money to flow to you would be a great idea. (laughs) So you need to think about how do you want to get paid? How do you want to get paid? What do you want to get paid for? You know, maybe it's courses. Maybe it's coaching services. Maybe it's physical products. Maybe it is digital eBooks. Maybe it's a book. What do you want to be paid for and how do you want to be paid? Where do you want to set up your channels of money flow? So the amazing thing about the internet is you can set up so many different channels. You can have channels through Amazon, through KDP. You can have it through your own course hosting platform. You can have it through an ebook hosting platform, digital files. You can have it through Etsy, through Creative Market, through Shopify. You can have these channels everywhere, everywhere. You don't have to have them everywhere, but where do you want them to be? What would truly be 
a desired channel for money to flow to you through. For me, it's through my membership and through my digital products, right? So through my membership is where I make my recurring income and through my digital products is where I make my passive income. I also have a book now, which is called Year of Abundance. It's a 365-day journal, guided journal, um, which I also now make passive income through. Love that, (laughs) right? But the fun thing is that you get to create whatever channels you want the money to come through you. It doesn't mean that those are the only channels that the money will come through to you. It just means that you're opening up all of these avenues for money to come to you because God's your supply. You are financed by God. So the money's going to come to you. You have unlimited bottomless abundance that is your divine birthright. So it can come to you in any way, but why not help it along and open up more channels for it to come to you? Once you have created your channels, then you are going to move on to step four, which is find the limiting assumptions coming up, also known as money blocks. So money blocks are the limiting beliefs and assumptions you consciously and unconsciously tell yourself about money. These are things like money is evil, having lots of money is bad, all rich people are greedy, I'm not good enough or worthy enough to have an abundance of money. Does this sound familiar? Well, they are your own personal brand of sabotage. And if you don't work on them, mainly if you don't change them at all, it's going to be really, really hard to receive money through your business. Because even if you do start making money through your business and receiving it, you're going to sabotage it because you have opposing assumptions that go against them, right? This is exactly what I did. I would make money, really, really good money. I had managed to develop assumptions and beliefs, like I said at the beginning, that my business is extremely successful. I make a lot of money through my business, <laughs> but I didn't change a fundamental core belief that I wasn't worthy or deserving to have that money. So I would get rid of it. I would spend it all so that my bank accounts remained really low or basically empty. And I would always be in financial turmoil. Always. I would always be stressed about money, even though I had so much money coming in. Right? So Other beliefs and assumptions can also include, like if we're speaking more around business, is that people don't want what I have to offer. No one wants to pay me for my work. I don't deserve to be paid for my work. Um, I can't make enough through my business to survive. I should only spend the money that I make for my business on my family. I have way too much debt to be successful in business. I'm not good at saving, so I shouldn't be successful in business. I'm bad with money. Therefore, I should not be making money through a business. I'm too irresponsible with money. There's never enough money. So I should not have a business, right? Like, they could be anything. Anything, anything, anything. Your actions can also be another form of sabotage. So some examples are like giving away your services for free. Like, to me, that's just absurd. (laughs) Doing an exchange for your products when you really want to be paid for them. Being really inconsistent with your marketing and selling procrastinating selling your offers because you don't believe they're good enough or working with toxic clients and customers because you really, really need the money and overindulging or spending every cent you've just earned. So you remain in financial turmoil. Like I said, that was me. That was my personal sabotage. So most of these beliefs and assumptions have come from experiences and conclusions you've made about money over the duration of your life. 
which is, you know, it's not bad that you have come to these conclusions and experienced these things and created beliefs and assumptions out of them. The problem happens is when you repeat those messages over and over again, right? Because what happens when you repeat them over and over? You begin to fully indoctrinate yourself into seeing and experiencing the world in this way, right? And when you do that, because your reality is always based on what's going on within you, you see more evidence of it out in the physical reality, and then you reaffirm and confirm to yourself that, oh, this is true. This is, this is a fact. This is actually happening. It's a recession right now. There's no money. Business isn't working anymore. Online businesses are dead. No one wants to pay anyone for anything anymore. <laughs> no one wants to buy my products. They're bad. People don't like me. I'm not attractive enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not funny enough. I'm not interesting enough. When you keep telling yourself that story, and then you see evidence of it out in the 3D reality, the physical world, it then reaffirms your story about it. So you just keep going in this loop, this cycle, this story of limitation, of lack, of blocks, not realizing you're the one who's creating it all. (laughs) You're the one who's created the whole experience. You took something you observed, or something you experienced one time, and then you repeated it over and over again until it became a belief. Once it became a belief, it became something you repeated to yourself automatically over and over again. And then it began to show you evidence of that. You began to see it over and over again, just constantly reaffirming that. It's crazy, right? It's crazy when you think about it like that. When you realize, oh my God, it's me. I'm the one who did this. I'm the one who's created the whole dynamic, right? You are the director, the actor, the writer, the producer in your reality. So everything that's going on and everything that you perceive, it's through your lens in which you are creating in the physical reality. Once you find those limiting assumptions, once you find those limiting beliefs, those money blocks that you're telling yourself, step five is to discontinue them immediately. Just discontinue them. Stop saying them. Stop buying into them. Stop repeating them. Stop looking for evidence of it stop it, (laughs) right? Just stop. Get off the story. In New Zealand, we say, get off your walker, which is like a canoe. Get off the canoe, right? Get off it. Stop telling the story, for starters. Just discontinue saying these things to yourself. Nip it in the bud immediately if you hear yourself saying it. Nip it. Stop it. Finito. It's done. That is an old story, okay? We are not telling this story now. It's not a story we're continuing. We do not want to continue seeing this out in the 3D world. We don't want to see it in the physical reality. This story is so old and so done, and it has no place in the future. It has no place in the present. It is finished, right? And once you do that, we move on to the final step, step six, assume a new identity, right? As you discontinue those old assumptions of complete lack, of No one wants to pay you. Your business isn't successful. No one wants your products. No one will ever pay you that amount of money that you want. Once you discontinue those assumptions, those thoughts, those beliefs, you assume a new identity of being that successful business owner, of being a smash success, a knockout success, a massive success. You are now a business owner who is massively successful. There's no other option for it. So if you are in this identity, if you are this person What do you think? What are your dominant thoughts? What assumptions do you have about money and how your business works? Who are you? How do you carry yourself? How do you work? 
How do you see your business? How do you see yourself? What does your life look like? What does your day look like? What are you doing? Assume the new identity. The old identity where nothing works for you is dead, right? It's dead. She's dead. She's gone. (laughs) It's over. We have buried her. Old identity. But the new identity, she is born. She is here. She is who you are now. And she does not think thoughts of lack. She does not think thoughts of scarcity. She does not think thoughts that harm her business or harm her success or harm her income. She doesn't think like that. She only sees herself as massively successful. She only sees herself as someone who always gets what she wants, who always has the best clients, has the best customers, makes the most money, has an amazing business, loves her work, is fully inspired and turned on and excited every day to show up in whatever way she wants to in her business. This is the new identity. Build that world. You've spent so much time building a world of lack and scarcity, you could at least do yourself a favor and build a world of abundance and prosperity (laughs) and a business being massively successful. I'm laughing because it's just, this is me. I'm like talking to myself several years ago. Next month in Money Mindset School, our theme is the highly paid woman. And I am so excited about this particular theme for this month because it's something that we don't see ourselves as, right? It's like we come into business and we're like, oh, hopefully it'll work. But like I said at the beginning, how I went in, it took me a long time to get to that point, right? To get to the point where I was like, this is happening. It's going to be a success no matter what. I'm making it happen. We don't come in like that into business. We come in, yes, excited, passionate. I'm going to make it happen. But then there are all these assumptions and limiting beliefs and thoughts that are going against us. And we're not trained to work with them. We're not trained to override them. We're not trained to overpower them. So we just let them kind of get in the way. And a lot of the times what happens is that We let them get in the way so much that it paralyzes us, that it makes us think that we're not good enough, that we don't know what we're doing, that it's going to fail. So we might as well stop doing it. We might as well only have one foot in the door and the other foot out. But in Money Mindset School, with becoming the highly paid woman, it's a self-concept, right? It's an identity. And so I really want to focus this month on helping you truly build an identity where you are a highly paid woman. Because it's not just about making money or having products or services. It's truly about an essence that you exude. Not just out there in the world so people can, you know, be magnetized to you and want to pay you, but you see it within yourself, right? You truly see yourself as a highly paid woman, a highly regarded woman, a highly sought after woman. Can you say that about yourself right now? Can you truly say that that's what you believe about yourself as a business owner, but also as a woman? If you don't, I highly recommend you join the waitlist for Money Mindset School. It's opening next week. And let's build this self-concept where you are a highly paid woman who not only makes money effortlessly in her business, who not only has a massively successful business, but who truly sees herself in the highest light, who sees herself with true confidence, true grace, true beauty, and high self-worth. So head to elisemcdowell.com forward slash membership and sign up to the waitlist. And that, my friend, my sweet friend, is how you really manifest money through your business, right? Of course, I could give you a ton of different techniques and tools to do, 
The techniques do not manifest. They are only used to shift you into the end state, right? The end state of the wish fulfilled, the state of who you want to be as the person who has a massively successful, profitable business, AKA the identity, <laughs> okay? So if you love this episode, if you got a lot out of it, I would love it if you could leave a review for the show. It means it gets out to more people and more people get to learn how to truly become masters of their reality and create the lives that they want. And the more fun that you get to have in the world overall. So my love, that's it for me today. Make sure you come over to the Girls That Manifest Facebook group and let's talk about this episode. There were so many juicy nuggets, so many tangents I went off on. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.